In this episode of Another Zelda Podcast, David meets up with Shane Kelly to discuss all of the different ways that Link can regain hearts. Hello and welcome to another Zelda podcast. I am your co-host, David Geisler, and um, today uh, is a very special day. I actually have a guest question mark on the show right now. I am here with Shane Kelly. Shane, how are you? I'm excellent, David. How are you today? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Yeah? We are... Um, uh, Kate uh, May wasn't available for this recording, but we knew that way ahead of time, and... Um, I think our listeners know that the anotherzeldapodcast.com website, that was maybe redundant, um, has we're starting to do blogs on our site. Yes. And uh, you are one of our blog writers. Yes, I'm very lucky to be able to do that. I, I it's a pleasure. It's it's uh, we have you, we have um, Celeste uh, Celeste Roberts yes. and Lizzie Nielsen now uh, writing th- writing blog posts for us and that's really great. So we've had a couple Google Hangout meetings or online meetings and yep. stuff to talk about those kinds of things. And I thought, well, you know what? I think this would be a really nice... We had Lizzie on last year, and we'll probably have her on this season again. Okay. But I was like, you know what? Let's Since we have these other people that are kind of becoming part of this Another Zelda podcast, I don't know, ecosystem or whatever yes. it is. Universe. Universe. Yeah. That's right. Um, um, this would be a great opportunity to have you on the show. And, and so that's why I said guest question mark, because it's kind of like you're part of the team. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you. So we are today, um, we are meeting, it's a bit echoey in this room that we're meeting at. Uh, we're at the Hudson Business Lounge in Milwaukee because you came from the north and I came from the south so that we could get yes, together to do yes. this. It's a perfect little spot. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it is nice. This exact room we're in right now, a little behind the curtain, is actually where we have a lot of our 6-5 meetings. So I figured we could at least meet up here. I was familiar with the space. Yes. And it's always a good space. We actually have a nice view of the street today. But it is just a touch echoey, but oh well. Oh well. <laughs> so Shane, let's um, let's tell our listeners what we're talking about today. Well, uh, we're going to be talking about um, creative or unique ways to obtain hearts. Indeed. Uh, not not hearts of like heart pieces, but uh, hearts to replenish your health. So. Yes, that's right. That's right. So like, um, what are interesting ways to to fill your hearts back up? Sure. And stuff yes. Like that, you could say some exploring and. You know, try to get that that life bar back up. Now we were um, messaging a little bit about what our topic should be today. Yes. You and I, a week or two ago, and this this was your idea to have this be the topic, and I thought it was a great idea. What what made it come to mind for you? I guess you could say. Well, um, I just wanted to do something that I didn't really see out there uh, on YouTube or or in Google. You mm. know, I didn't see much about that, and I'm like, well, maybe it would be interesting to actually find or, or, or you know, uh, discuss the, these different ways uh, to, you know, replenish your hearts. I think that would, that's a really neat idea. So. Yeah, I thought it was too. I, I was too. And now here's the thing. We were talking up to this very minute. We've been talking about this being like a top 10 episode. Top yes. 10 episodes yeah. usually work really well, especially when you're bringing someone on who's, who's frankly not Kate, like top 10s yes. work well. It's a good format. Um, but this oh oh also about a week ago uh, you and I had decided like oh I'll throw at least a little tweet out there about hey what are what are some of the favorite ways mm-hmm. for you guys to to get your hearts replenished the world and <laughs> um, we were like inundated with tweets there were so many tweets and so many Facebook comments yes that I 
I'm a little intimidated. They're so I, much better than what my top five were. Yes, and and when I was looking at them, I'm just like, you know, I don't remember this, or maybe I never, I never did this. You know, it's interesting to to see that so many people test these things and and they find these unique creative ways to get those hearts. So. It was amazing. It was amazing. So actually, I want to do. I just realized I want to do a little bit of listener feedback. All right. Before we get too deep into our top ten, I really don't know if, if we should do this as a top ten. Well, or maybe we not. Maybe treat just, it almost like a favorites sure. episode. Yeah. We can kind of go through our lists, and then I can pepper in stuff. Yeah. Because a little more lax, and I think uh, maybe so. we can get some more feedback after this episode too. I'm for it. We're making we're making a choice right on air here. All right. <laughs> I'm for it. Should I raise my hand? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, let's see here. I'm gonna. But I, but before we get into that while we have some follow-up listener feedback from previous episodes um synonymous is a user that has started uh listening to us a lot on youtube lately and synonymous has been sending us a lot of great comments and so i just wanted to share one here off of our favorite opening areas episode which was our season two first episode of season two uh, synonymous here says another zelda podcast for some strange reason i've become obsessed with majora's mask despite never playing the game season three <laughs> hype yeah because we are planning on re- reviewing majora's mask in season three because we'll be doing ocarina this season okay and i feel like you can't do majora's mask unless you review ocarina first yes especially yeah right exactly especially from kate's point of view where she has a, a, a troubled relationship with majora's mask i'm gen- <laughs> genuinely hoping that we go into that Majora's Mask review with the context of Ocarina and the engine and the, you know yes. what I mean? And I feel Kate's pain on the Majora's Mask side. I, oh, really? Yeah. Like, I, same with her, I, I get little anxiety from that, that three-day time. Um, I've never beaten the game. That's one of my Zelda secrets. I have not Ooh. beaten Majora's Mask, and I would love to beat it. I just got to take the plunge and get past that first uh, dungeon. I see. So, well, I tell you what, you're part of you're part of our show notes these days. You're part of our conversations. When we legitimately, you know, eight months from now, start playing it again, maybe maybe that'd be a good time for yeah. you to dive in too, and yeah. we can uh, get a little bit of feedback from sure. that. Sure, I'll, I'll have to make the plunge and, and get past that. I'm looking forward so. to Majora's Mask. I re- recall loving it when I first played okay. it back in college. I, I, I it was it, it. I didn't mind the time. I got freaked out in the beginning. The thing about the time in Majora's Mask is. In the beginning, it it is a nervous thing. It's a hindrance, mm-hmm. but eventually, you get certain powers and power ups that it's um, the timer doesn't go away, but you can kind of skip to things. Skip, yes. Did you ever see the movie Edge of Tomorrow? Yes. Oh, we got some stuff happening down. Clings and clangs. <laughs> Someone's cooking down there. Probably making some hearts. <laughs> They're making hearts. Yeah, we got some action down down in the lobby. Um, uh, so uh, Edge of Tomorrow or Live Die Repeat. Um, it's kind of that thing where you know he goes through that same day, but if he learns something on a day, the next day he can just jump right to knowing that. Okay. It's not like he yeah. has to really literally do all 100 steps every day. Mm-hmm. But Jorah's Mask starts to work that way. If okay. you beat a boss, even if you go back to the beginning and technically that boss isn't then beat, but you have the item that you got from mm-hmm. the boss. See where I'm going with this? Yes. So there is a timer, but it's not – the more you play, the less it impedes or it becomes a, like an issue. Okay. And I think it starts to become. But anyway, anyway, I'm literally mid mid comment here. I got to finish Synonymous's comments. <laughs> oh man, you can't bring up Majora's Mask without me kind of right. going on a thing. Uh, so he says, season three hype. Also, he or she season three hype. Also, the music played during the break sounded like a cross between Zelda and the Beach Boys. Strange but enjoyable. So glad I found <laughs> this podcast. I've been listening every day for the past week and have no intentions of stopping. Keep it up. Thank you very much, Synonymous. Yes, that was the. Um, 
Um, oh yeah, that first episode. That, we, that was the first one you introduced. There, yeah, that ding, yeah. ding 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 yeah. ding. We have more. We have another one for next week's episode. Okay. Um, people have been starting to submit little intro songs, and I think it's fun. Yeah, I mean, I like our little piano one as well. But um, that all got started with a weird conversation I had with I think it's Nerdy Girl One Two Three. Is that her? I, I believe Twitter that name is. One Two yeah. Three. I don't have her up right now, but um, she and I were actually having a couple of meetings because we were going to try to organize to have her start doing some streaming for another Zelda podcast. By the way, listeners, uh, I'm trying to put together, we have a a Twitch page and I am trying to get together uh, some people who may want to like be hosted and stream Zelda games and and we could host them through our thing. But anyway, we were were talking to her about that and then she was like, oh, I I play the music and I was like, oh, would you play a intro song for us. Yeah. And um, she and I are still chatting about that, but then it made me think, oh, I'll reach out to everybody. Anyway, thank you so much, Synonymous. And then um, Jeremy Horn over here on YouTube uh, commented on our Twilight Princess episode, which is our ninth episode ever, about you know about a year ago. I said, thank you guys for your awesome pod. I didn't talk about the... Um, you didn't talk about the Hawkeye and one of my favorite side missions everywhere... Uh, favorite side missions ever where you snipe the moblins in the old western town. Such an epic change of pace that was very reminiscent of sniping the Gerudos in the fortress of Ocarina. Keep up the great work. Um, do you recall that? I, I don't. You don't? It's okay. I, don't. I actually forgot about it myself until um, I was playing through some of the some of Twilight Princess last year, and I, there's this weird little entrance on one of those... You know those little tunnels, essentially, that take you from one part of Hyrule Field to another part? Yes, yes. You know, they're technically loading tunnels is yep, what they are. Yeah. But um, there's one of them that has a weird little offshoot, and you go into this old Wild West town, and you do, you have to take out, like, 14, 15 uh, goblins, it's, moblins. It, it's coming back to me, but I, I haven't played it since, uh, you know, the Wii. So um, I do own the one for Wii U, and I only played just a little. The HD one? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I have that. I keep wanting to dive back into the HD version, but I'm pushing through Ocarina right now for our review episode. Um, so thank you very much, Jeremy. You're absolutely right. That that could have gone into our side quests uh, episode. That could have gone into a lot of them. But that is a fun little thing. It's the music changes oh, and yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it is pretty neat. All righty, all righty. So I'm almost, I'm almost overwhelmed by how much listener feedback we have of people with different ideas of how to to regain hearts so why don't we start with some of our own picks first shane sure if i may do you have one that was towards the bottom of your list just like a like a quick one that's not super crazy yeah just fairies 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 is a general topic uh, but you know you there's so many different uh ways that they are utilized um you know you can run into them instant life or you can yeah. catch them in that bottle oh yes and you know it's kind of concerning uh, is there any holes in those bottles for those fairies to breathe or you know is that cork porous you know is that it? do they breathe oxygen i don't know i don't know they come out of the water uh, when you're when you go sure. to a fairy fountain yeah maybe oh, that, they don't breathe there's another episode how how do fairies breathe how do fairies <laughs> breathe i like that that feels like a patreon episode yeah. right there yeah <laughs> we've worked it out we figured out the details you're absolutely right. I, I, As I just said, I'm in the middle of my Ocarina playthrough right now, and I didn't do this when I was younger, but now I don't go anywhere without a bottle with a fairy oh, in it. Yeah. 
Yeah, that, that was so useful. Uh, I think that started in Link to the Past. Uh, you got those four bottles, and you'd have to collect those fairies. Oh. And I'm glad that they, they have that in Ocarina of Time. And they kind of expanded on it, too, in Breath of the Wild, where uh, you can catch a fairy, but you can also, I believe, make a tonic, a fairy tonic out of them. I never knew. Yeah. That could have gone in our uh, recipes episode yeah, last week. Yeah. I think there's a, I believe there's a fairy tonic uh, you can make. I can't wait them. to try that so, out. Yeah. I usually do hang on and, to the fairies in Breath of the Wild, and I think it was... Hanging on to the fairies in Breath of the Wild, which are which is making me hang on to fairies, you could say, in Ocarina this time. Okay. Like post-Breath of the Wild play style. Yeah. Now I'm valuing the fairies more in Ocarina. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and I think um, the, with, uh, I believe it's Mifa's Grace, uh, it kind of is uh, resemblant to the fairy, how yeah. when you, you know, you die or not die, I don't know. Right. Uh, the fairy automatically brings you back to life. Mifa's Grace kind of does the same thing. Absolutely. I'm kind of glad that they did something like that in Breath of the Wild. It's it's a little different and uh, also can save you a few times uh, while you're on your playthrough. So I've done, I'm I'm halfway through a second playthrough of Breath of the Wild right now. I okay. played what I would consider, I played it to its fullest, got the motorcycle and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah on a normal mode and for the past year or so very slowly i'll maybe dive in just like for an hour a week right now but i've been playing through master mode okay and it's been giving me the opportunity to try a different strategy but i actually got mifa's grace as my first you know i did the elephant first so to speak yeah and um i i thought that was very valuable having having that essentially times two sure <laughs> on your hearts you know i think that's one of the more valuable ones and um I think I believe I got that first on my playthrough as well. Yeah. Um, and I think the my second favorite would be more of the, um, the 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 camel one that you have to defeat with the electro. Oh, that really? works great on any of the bosses using that, that, that electrical field. It's it's very nice. That is fascinating. Generally, people feel. Generally, I have observed that people feel that the Urbosa's fury. Yes, I think that's is, what it is. Like the the one that a lot of times people use the least. A lot of times huh. you use it, you just kind of forget, and then you use it because you charge up your that, sword. That is interesting. I I got it last in my playthrough, but yeah. I used it probably more than uh, well when I didn't die. Right. More than Mifa's Grace. That so. is great. That's cool. For me, my most valuable, even though I did do Mifa's Grace first. Um, my on my first playthrough is I actually jumped right over to the Rito when I played the second okay. time. Because I knew, because I did a thing. Well, first of all, I was in master mode, so you know your your hearts go down fast in master mm. mode. Finally, now finally, I'm 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 three beasts in, and master mode kind of feels like a no, I'm used to the new yeah the, the challenge. Now it's starting to feel like a normal playthrough. But in the beginning, it was terrifying, and so I was like, okay, I'm going to need hearts, hearts, hearts. <laughs> yeah, which means I'm not going to be getting stamina, stamina, stamina. Sure. And so I thought, well, I still want to be able to climb mountains. I'll go get the Rivaldi Valdi's Gale thing. So that at least that I can jump handy, around yes. and then stock up my hearts. And that worked out okay. pretty well on the second playthrough for me. Yeah. Urbosa's Fury. Yeah, that's a good one. That's that's a, that's great. That's one that's always funny when you use that one and you're like in like knee deep water mm -hmm. and uh everything will get electrocuted. Yep. And then you'll see a couple fish pop up too, because they got electrocuted in the water. <laughs> hey, you need like, hearts. Oh, sorry. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. My 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 first on the list was uh, electrocuting fish in in Breath of the Wild. To that's get how hearts. I get my hearts. That's my <laughs> breakfast. Um, here I'll do a uh, I'll do a listener feedback one real quick. Uh, we had a tweet here from Alyssa Perkins. She 
said to another Zelda podcast and at Still Sane Shane, which of course is you, she said, I'm playing Wind Waker right now, and I've been using the Korok Leaf to get hearts from the piles of leaves in the Forbidden Woods dungeon. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I definitely did that all the time in that dungeon. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's along the lines of, uh, you know, I have it in my mentions, cutting grass, smashing pots, digging with the claws or the shovel. Oh, you know, yeah. it's, it's It's along those lines, and... and I think it's a it's a broad category, but uh, it kind of comes back to, well, you get one heart uh, here or one heart there, um, and it's kind of like the the mainstay for the Zelda series, I believe. I'm with you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I had a, I'll do one of mine that I actually had on my list that was going to be my first entry, sure. know, as in like, you know, it's always weird with these when we do do top tens. It's like the first one is your least. Yeah, <laughs> but it's still something that's great. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, one of the ones that were lower on my list is um, just the Warm Water Springs. That I think that started in Twilight Princess. I believe so, and I, I think I have that down too, yeah. Yeah. Um, the hot warm, Springs pools. The Hot Springs. Yeah. I love those because it's hearts for free. You just hang out. Sure, yeah. You know, you don't even have to push a button to swipe a sword to cut some grass or something. Yeah. And I, I remember the Hot Springs in Twilight Princess and also in Breath of the Wild. Kind of, um, maybe I was just projecting but they were always they i just i would kind of relax as a human you know as the mm. player whenever i'd go into one of those springs they they had nice little water effects it was very you know the gamecube yeah. was very good at those water effects and um i do enjoy in breath of the wild that the warm springs sometimes they pop up in really random spots the first one i ran into if i may was over by the gorons and that one yeah. made sense to me yeah and i was like okay that's cool but then months later on my first playthrough of breath of the wild i was out I was up in one of the snowy mountains. I don't mm-hmm. know, I don't, northern northern part of the map, and um, I saw this very strange, like steaming, yeah, little pool, and it was tiny, and it was a hot spring, and I was so grateful to have that. Actually, it was a cool little. Um, and, and I believe uh, in Japan they have that where those I think they're ca- capuchin monkeys. Though they sit in those hot springs, yes, and I think that's where they got that inspiration from. Oh, uh, fascinating! So. Yeah, I have a couple friends who have have Instagrammed photos of. of of being with these monkeys, as you say. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, are there hot springs in any other games? I feel like I feel like they're probably in A Link to that's, the Past, and I just don't know. That's kind of why I put pools, because I believe like when you went to the fairy pool, the fairy uh, came out and gave you hearts. Um, I believe in Majora's Mask, too, there was that... Uh, uh, in the town, I believe there was something there, too. There, there was like that waterway that you got life somewhere over there in that place, too. I... I only know this because I that's where I was always stopping because you know I didn't get to that past that first dungeon. So Oh man, oh man, oh man. Um yeah, I yeah, so I feel like well the, my first real memory would be <clears throat> pardon me, would be the Twilight Princess Hot Springs. Yeah, yeah I think there's one over there in Kakariko yeah. Village, right? And, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, and then they pop up a couple other places. I think there's one over in the woods and everything. But anyway, um, let's see. Why don't I do? Why, how about we do this? We're just going to go back and forth on our list here. Sure. But I'll also pepper in yeah, more listener feedback. That works for me. A lot of this listener feedback was feedback that you were actually. In, I, oh, by the way, thank you. You picked our, up our tweet and retweeted it. And oh then yeah. I saw that people started chatting with you too. Mm-hmm. Were there any standouts for you? I know you don't. You may or may not have the notes right in front of you. Uh, I'm trying to think here. Um, the stool thing. I, we a lot of people said sitting on a stool and yes, Skyward Sword, and that's actually if we were doing the top ten, that would have been one of my favorites. Uh, <laughs> mainly because you know I you get done, you're fight, fighting all these 
uh, enemies and then, okay, I got to go recover hearts. Oh, and I'm thirsty. I'll go sit down on, on a stool <laughs> in some tent where it's private and I'll run and get some water or Oh, you know, oh, water. Shane and, will go. Yeah. Yeah, got it, got it. <laughs> and, uh, or, or something to eat, you know. I love but, it. But, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a little break. And I, and I, I was thinking, too, uh, Nintendo had that whole uh, you know, stop, uh, take a break type thing with your 3DS and Wii and That's right. Wii U. I kind of thought, oh, maybe this is them encouraging you to sit down, sort of like the hot springs, and, yeah. and go, okay, go get something, go take a break, come back, play some more. So. I also like that even just in-game, it's cool to have um, Twilight Princess had a little bit of this, Skyward Sword had a little bit of this, like, you know, just pet the goat or pick up the dog. Sometimes yeah. it was actions or buttons that you didn't, it wasn't, it doesn't always have to be swing your sword to, to kill a thing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I liked, I enjoy that um, you can just go walk up to a stool and just sit for a yeah. little bit. And fortunately, in-game, they gave it a little bit of a reason. It brings your hearts back, which is really nice. Exactly. And and someone did mention, too, on my, I believe my Facebook is also you can sit on the toilet, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I have that one up so. right here because you sent me over some of the uh, things. Uh, well, well, Kenneth Antonio Guevara did mention the sitting down on a stool. Yeah. Um, someone tweeted a gif of Link uh, falling asleep on the stool. Uh, yep. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, that I did. That was pretty funny. I can't remember who that was. Um, but Kaylee Evans here, Kaylin. Kaylin Evans in Skyward Sword, you can sit on the toilet for health. Yep. <laughs> I did not know that. I didn't know that. The yeah, only thing I, 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 I always stay away from the toilet because there's a creepy hand. I, I guess good bowel movements, you know, equal <laughs> hearts. <laughs> yep. Yep. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Sitting on stools in Skyward Sword, um, Ethan Fry, which is at E underscore money 630, also mentioned that one to us. Sitting on stools. Uh, let's see. What is what's one that you have in your list? I think we'll do one or two more and then probably jump to break. All right. Um, I think the, the next one that I is kind of along the same lines too is yeah. Moo Moo Milk. <gasps> you know, I'm oh wearing a shirt right now. Holy cow! Shane is wearing a Lon Lon Milk shirt. This is amazing. Yeah, my brother bought me this for Christmas. I'm going to take a picture of us after recording. I'll put it on our Twitter. Okay, it's sounds cool. good. Um, you know, I have to mention this. You know, we're in the dairy state, Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, people would frown upon me if I did not mention, you know, this fine animal byproduct here on the show. I love it. um, (laughs) Drink your milk. I love it. So let's see. Where did that first pop up? Was it Ocarina? I believe Ocarina, yes, Mm -hmm. is is where it started. And uh, most of the time, to milk a cow, what does it actually take? Do you have to talk to the cow or you need a bottle? How does it work? You need the bottle, empty, of course, and you have to, you know, go up to the cow and I believe little dark, I don't know if it... It's got that little uh, like phase where it turns black and you hear fade some, out, fade you know, in. Same, some sound effects and sure. yeah, then you get the milk. I see. Pull the bottle over your head, do do do. You know, absolutely. <laughs> I recall doing that a few. I haven't done that on my playthrough right now. I, I have something to say about hearts in ocarina, but I, I want to stay on this lan lan milk thing. Um, I remember getting uh, essentially cow milk often. When I was sure. in high school and I was playing Ocarina, you know, for the first time, um, this playthrough I haven't done it at all, and I think I'm actually treating hearts in a different way in this playthrough. And I kind of mentioned this in the last episode. I'm so Breath of the Wild. Oh, oh, this leads me to another one of my actually one that was on my list. Okay, I can kind of merge these together. For me, in the way I play, it's it's. You know, it's interesting. One of the things that is so great about Breath of the Wild is that, as I said a hundred times, there's five ways to do everything, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think that's absolutely a strength to the game. There are parts of Breath of the Wild 
that I love to customize and I love to get really intricate and do all these different things. I love to customize my clothes and stuff, which is kind of funny because Kate doesn't love that, but Kate loves to cook and I cook a little less. And yeah. you know, everybody has their things that they kind of get get into. When it comes to heart regeneration, I play so old school. Mm-hmm. All I do is go to like soft beds. Okay. I just go to I go to horse stables and I go to sleep and I regain my hearts that way. You know, same for me. Sometimes you know you play those old RPGs. That's and what it is. Go to the inn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see an inn. We got to rest. You know, a lot of those uh, like uh, Final Fantasy games back in the day, and and uh, even the like uh, Octopath Traveler. You know, you go to the inn. They have it in there too. Yep. So you know, it's it's kind of reminiscent of the old times. Uh, I think even so. even way back in the day, you got people stay at inns. They rest. You know. That's what you kind of get. You you get your health back uh, when you you get a good night's rest. Yeah, that's the idea. So. Absolutely. And I mean, in in for me, it was Chrono Trigger, and it was even Mario RPG. You do that oh, stuff, yeah. and all the Final Fantasies before that. So I think there's something kind of embedded in my brain that when I see my hearts get low on Breath of the Wild, <laughs> I even joked last episode about like even if I might have tons of cooked food in my inventory, I'll yeah. kind of forget about it and I'll think, oh shoot, I got to go to bed. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do the same thing. So, and also, but what I will say about that then too is like the soft beds or the special beds, I guess you could say, that are in many different inns in mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild. Um, it is kind of fun that different ones will give you different features. Some will give you additional yellow hearts, yep. actually. Yeah. Some give you more stamina. You know, it depends on like what town you're in and what they have to offer. Sometimes the sounds are a little creepy. There's like massage sounds or yeah. like, you know, <laughs> like here's a soft bed with a massage. And it's like, ooh, ah, ah, ooh, ah, ah. And you're like, what the heck is going on over yeah. here? But um, but that's the main way that I regenerate my hearts in Breath of the Wild. So that was one of my picks. Okay. And to that point, I was going to say that it's kind of hindering me in Ocarina right now in my playthrough because I am dying a lot in Ocarina. And that's yeah. not usual for me when I play Ocarina. Usually I, uh, I'm always really collecting a lot of hearts, but I'm kind of not valuing them in this playthrough. And on top of that, um, something... What you said is going yeah. to the, the the bed in the inn. Um, what kind of turned me around not using that in yeah. Ocarina of Time is doing the master quest. You know, it's really hard. Fascinating. Um, you know, I, I I beat the master quest, but it is hard, and uh, you have you have to have you know your inventory full. Uh, get all those jars, get them all filled. Usually with fairies. Um, I don't know, moo moo milk sometimes, mm-hmm. but. Uh, Mainly fairies get the, that stock up uh, when you're playing that game. Interesting. So. Yeah, I only have one bottle right now. It's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I, oh, I had another thing where I, I I should really save this for our ocarina episode a couple episodes from now. But I'll just pepper this in right now. Um, I even jumped to the water temple before I even got the Zora tunic by accident. I was just like ready to go, and yeah. I'm in the water temple, and my timer's kick, clicking down. I'm like, I don't know if I remember this. I didn't even. I didn't even melt. Uh, King Zora or whatever. I was yeah. like playing a little too fast. I had, I had to like reel it in, reel it in. <laughs> so I'm dying a lot in Ocarina because I'm not really actually hanging on to my heart sure. very well. But anyway, because I think I'm so used to Breath of the Wild now where it's like, well, I'll just go sleep. <laughs> you know? Anyways, anyways. Um, let's see here. Maybe we'll do another listener feedback. Um, Wind Waker, Skyward Sword. Uh, Breath. Oh, yeah, this is kind of a funny one. Cheyenne Fisher. I think this was maybe in a in a conversation that you were having online with Cheyenne, is that am I saying this word right? That her name right? Cheyenne Fisher. In Breath of the Wild, if you cook wood and eat it, it'll give you a heart. Yeah. I kind of looked that up and I, I couldn't find it, but uh I believe her. So. I feel like if you I feel like that's probably true. Yeah. I think if you cook anything, 
you get like a heart or half yeah. a heart or something. Even dubious food gives you yeah. a quarter heart or something, doesn't sure. it? Half yeah, a heart? And, yeah, you get the monster guts give you hearts. Or mm-hmm. or do they give you hearts? I don't even remember. But I thought they give you something. Yeah, for sure. It's it's it is kind of funny some of the stuff you can cook. There was uh some comments on Twitter about that where um let's see, who was it? Did you have any Twitters that stuck out? I had an ancient uh, gear from from a while. <laughs> yeah. Um Mike Mike Westfall, who's on Twitter at Fall West Mike was uh, joking about how you can cook um, essentially guardian parts. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I saw that. Recycle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. He, sa- he says here, he's kind of joking in a tweet. He says, I put an ancient gear from a walking death machine and nothing else into a cooking pot. But hey, it's a heart. <laughs> uh, so some so, of that some of that heart yeah. logic does come from strange places. So, someone also on uh, Facebook, uh, Joshua Elliott mm-hmm. the second. Uh Picking up a golden bug that you didn't have before in Twilight Princess. You put it back, but it gives you a single heart. Always found that pretty neat. Only used it once, though. Yeah, what do you, I saw this as well, Joshua Elliott the second. Um, put, put, picking it up and, and then putting it back down gives I, you a I, heart? I don't know. I... It depends. I'm, I'm wondering if uh, you, when you do that quest and you get all those those the bugs. Those twenty bugs. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm wondering if there's additional ones or if uh, or if you pick them up, put them back down. Uh, Maybe you afterwards. Pick... I, I'm not sure. This is something I would like to to look. Yeah. Into. Reach out to us, Joshua. I yeah. think I do remember. There's when you get the. Maybe the maybe when you get the male and the female of each bug and you go to Agatha's, don't maybe they then breed and create the golden bugs or something? That, that it, could be something it, it like could that. It could be. It could be. Um, I think I remember special bugs kind of populating that room. There, you know, there's so much that in Zelda games you just don't realize is there. Yes. Uh, you know, word of mouth is great uh, for these kind of games to get different I, hearts. So I agree completely. I love it too because that was that was you know Miyamoto's main uh, objective with the very first The Legend of Zelda is yes. he put in so many even just tiny little secrets because he wanted people to talk about it when they weren't playing the game mm-hmm. and and here we are doing it to this day thirty years later yeah cool well um, I tell you what I've got a few more on my list here and we have a bit bit more listener sure. feedback why don't we go to break all right and we'll come back and we'll just keep on keeping on here I see. I see a bunch of notes here in front of you, actually. Oh, yeah. Am I moving too fast? No, no. You're, you're All right, good. Cool, cool. Excellent, excellent. We come back, we're going to dive into those notes. I, two pages of notes in front of Shane right well, here. Well, they're a duplicate. Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. I'll see you in, a, in about 30 seconds. All right. Hey, everybody. I hope you are enjoying the episode. I just wanted to take a minute here to tell you about a new show from 6.5 Media. It's called The Studio Demands It. There are just a couple episodes in right now. Two gentlemen, T.C. DeWitt and Jim Berzelik, who are writers, screenwriters, film directors. They both live out in California. Uh, every other week, they get together to essentially try to satisfy a fictional studio's demands. Um you know, there's a lot of crazy ideas that happen in Hollywood, and oftentimes a studio needs to make something happen because of financial reasons or, or marketing reasons. And so um, each episode, TC and Jim, they kind of pick a topic out of a hat, you could say, and pretend that a studio is demanding a film be made of that topic. And they, as writers and screenwriters, try to uh, essentially pitch an idea for that film. 
um, ideas as horrible as things like maybe Titanic 2 or something like that. Um, they've already done episodes on the Die Hard franchise, how to reboot Die Hard. They did a most recently a Cannonball Run episode. What would you do if a studio demanded a remake or a reboot of Cannonball Run from the early 1980s? Uh, they've talked about the Expendables. How do you go forward with Expendables without uh, Stallone attached? And so each week they just kind of do a thought experiment and pitch a fictional <laughs> film to a fictional studio demanding something. So you can find them on Twitter and Instagram at Studio Demands It or at their website, uh, which is studiodemandsit.com. You can also find their episodes on iTunes and Google Play. So go check them out. Hey, this is Jordan Johnson. And I'm Max Homestead. And we're at the Top Hat Balloon Show here. Yeah, so it's a sketch comedy show and it's a complete secret to everyone. Yeah, it's a super secret. It comes out weekly, but only you can know about it. Yes, you're one of the special few who we're telling about it. Yeah, so make sure you go to YouTube, iTunes, or our website, TopHatBalloonShow.com. Yeah, and watch our videos and subscribe, but don't tell anyone. Well, (laughs) tell some people. Maybe tell some people. Maybe a few folks. Maybe... Maybe only tell, like, each of you only tell 20 people each. Yes. Then then it'll still be small and cool, but... Yeah, but it's a secret, okay? Yeah. It's a secret. Keep that in okay. mind. The secret Tom Eppelin show, okay? Goodbye. And we are back. Shane, I gotta say, I'm having a blast. This I am is, too. This is very exciting. Yeah, it's a cool topic. A lot, a lot different than I thought since this is my first podcast. This is, this is very exciting. For is me. this your first time be doing a and, podcast any episode? Podcast. Oh, yeah, so exciting. So, yes. Oh, wow. Cool. Very cool. Well, I'm glad it's Zelda. I'm, I'm, happy to, <laughs> I'm happy to have you, and I'm sure we'll hear from you again in oh, future great. episodes. You know, as, as bringing you and Celeste and Lizzie, and we even have another gentleman now that. Um, We'll be joining our blog yes. team, bringing you guys in to talk about things as much as possible, I think, will be wonderful. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, say, are you thinking of maybe, well, you live north. You live almost up by Green Bay, don't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm by Manitowoc there, Manitowoc. Two Rivers area. Oh, hey, I really like that state park campground yes. over there, actually. Yes. It's really nice. It's like right on Lake Michigan. Yep. Anyways, uh, we are podcasting. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, that's a, that's a really beautiful area, though. Yes, I, I love it. I was going to ask if you were considering coming down for the uh, video game summit when Celeste is in town. I, I am thinking about it. Um, the only uh, issue would be if anything happens uh, the week before. Uh, my brother gets married the week after, Ooh. so we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, I got a brother in Japan that's coming to fly in and. Uh, He's coming for that week, and the week after, he's hanging out with me. So yep. uh, we got a, got some plans to do, and uh, I'll try to fit it in. Family's definitely the most important thing, but if there's a way that we can all hang out a little bit, we can get you down there yeah. for a day or something, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, Zelda's family, too. So, Oh, I like it. Ooh, that made me all warm inside all of a sudden. That is great. So um, let's see here. Let me pull up my notes, but let's go back into – you. Had, we were – we actually started accidentally chatting about some of these over the yes, break, and I was yes. like, "Oh no, let's save it for the save it for the show." Yes, is what yes, I always yes. joke with Kate. <laughs> um, um, let's let's jump into some of these that you have on your notes in front of you. Okay. Um, well, this one I didn't see any listener feedback for, um, and you didn't even remember this. This is the. L1 and L2 walking heart rings in the Oracle games. Absolutely no idea what you're talking about. So in that game, you could get rings to do different things. Yes, I do um, recall that. And one of them was, or two of them, were the different level heart uh, rings. Now, when you equip them, uh-huh. uh, especially the, the L2, you'll regenerate hearts as you're walking oh very slowly. You know, and uh, 
it's I don't know. It's it's a cool way to do it because you can just say, okay, I'm going to go explore before I go into this dungeon just to regenerate my health. Yeah. Or before I go to this boss, um, and you know, it's just a. I think it's a, a unique or different way that they've done it before, um, and I've not seen anything since. Uh, besides the closest thing, I think is like the power bracelets where you could lift rocks and stuff. But oh you know, yeah, it's, the rings in the Oracle games in general. I remember at first I kind of thought. Um, when I was, you know, 10, 15 years ago when they came out, yeah. I remember thinking like, come on, Capcom, you don't need to put extra stuff on top of a Zelda <laughs> game. You know, it was almost like the, um, in Minish Cap where Capcom has the, what is that? The power, the Kinstones? The Kinstones. So once in a while, I'm kind of like, it's a Zelda game. You don't have to put more things on sure. it. But Capcom loves to do that. But I have to say, um, last year I was playing for the first time Oracle of Seasons mm-hmm. and I was all about the rings. I loved yeah. it. I I did like their their flavoring in in those, those two games. Those, well said. I remember uh, we always had family vacations, and we have five boys in the family, one girl, and uh, me and three of my brothers were more interested in, than the younger ones. And we had to share two Game Boy colors to play oh. both games down, and we we would have to share our save file. We did the same thing with Pokemon, oh my red gosh. and blue. But it was uh, it, it was fun because you. You can tell your brother, okay, this is this is what I did in this. Okay, now keep going, and yep. then you just go back and forth. So you would so, hot swap it was, a yeah. single game file. Yeah, that's amazing. It was, it was playing multiplayer without playing multiplayer. Oh, I love so. it! I love it. I have come to. I never disliked the Oracle games. I mm-hmm. always liked them, but I've come to love them. Honestly, yeah. I think they're fantastic. Um, Ages was the one that I played when they both came out. Ages was my first one, and I actually mm-hmm. preferred Ages over Seasons. Yeah, it's um, interesting. I think I do, too. The time travel thing's kind yes. of always nice to wrap your head around. The mm-hmm. Seasons is cool. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting um, choice mm-hmm. to do. Um, and did you know there was going to be a third one, too? Yep. Um, and th- I think that would have been an interesting spin to have three of them. It has um, been said that the original pitch... Well, Capcom originally pitched to Nintendo, can we just remake the original The Legend of Zelda yes. as a Game Boy Color game? New graphics and sure. you know, whatever. And Nintendo was okay with the idea enough that Capcom started designing it. Okay. And then um, for one for reasons that I don't know, it was decided to not remake the original The Legend of Zelda. Maybe it's because Nintendo was releasing their classics cartridges. Yes. You know, it could have been something that, like that. That sounds about right. And then Capcom said, well, can we make three new Zelda games? It has been said. I, I shouldn't be quoting sure. Capcom right now. but um, <laughs> um, and, and it was going to be around the three goddesses, red, green, and blue. Yep. And I think that was the concept. They were going to go for it. And mm-hmm. then maybe after a while, it was like, oh, that's a lot of work to make three full Zelda games. And so they just went down to the two. And yep. they stuck with the red and blue because it felt a bit like Pokemon with yep. the red and blue. And um, and and just a fun fact, as I was playing Ages, no, 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 Seasons last okay. year, there's the a little bit of that DNA of the original remake of The Legend of Zelda is in Seasons. That first boss is the yes. dragon from the original game. You know, you can see some of that. You have to to get to the first dungeon. You go over some water to an island and um you can feel some of that original build in yes. Oracle of Seasons. I'm glad they did that. That's that's kind of the roots, but roots spread. You yeah, know, you can do different things. Yeah, so. absolutely, absolutely. My idea, my concept is that that original remake was going to be a little bit like a like the Resident Evil GameCube remake, where oh, it's sure. similar, but they're going to add stuff on. It's what it felt like. Okay. Like I don't think it was tile for tile, but anyway, anyways, yeah. So the Oracle games are a ton of fun, and I did like the mm-hmm. 
the rings. When I go back into Oracle of Seasons, I'm going to look for that ring. Yeah. To walk around and get Hearts ring. Yeah. <laughs> I I know the L2 one is, there's like three certain ways to get them. Um, I think you can either get it from the witch. Um, Interesting. And then there's two other ways that I, I was reading up on. Um, but you can get it multiple ways. But I believe you have to have the L1 ring to get the L2 ring. I could be wrong, but I think that's how they set it up. So I have to ask. I'm so sorry. I have to ask. Based on your listening experiences of the show, should I have Kate and I do ages or seasons first? Oh. Ages is more action. Action. Seasons is more puzzle. Yes. Um, I can't decide. Because she's in the middle. She liked Minish Cap, but she didn't love Link's Awakening. I. Pick it out of Link's hat. Take take a Link's hat, put it in there, pick it out. I, I think like that's it. the best way to do I it. Like it. We yeah, got like a year to both, figure it out. Both games are excellent. I, I, I can't complain. They're one some of the best uh, handheld Zelda games. I think. I agree absolutely. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. random is probably the best way. Maybe that's what we'll do. Yeah. That's what we'll do. Okay, let's see. I've got a um, – I actually had to do a little bit of research for this one. When we were going to do this topic, I did get a little nervous. I was like, oh, that's a great topic. I'm very nervous that I won't have enough to contribute because I'll just I just sleep in beds all the time <laughs> to get my hearts back. So I did do a little bit of research. So this one's I I wanted to talk about it, but I can't pretend that it came from my brain. I went on the okay. internet and did a little bit of research. I was looking for recipes because we're kind of just coming off our recipe yes, episode. I, I kind of did the same thing. Oh uh, great! Brought out uh, you know my walkthrough guidebook that I got. Nice. Checked that out, and I uh, even went into the Hyrule Historia encyclopedias and all that oh. to see if I could find anything. So, Well, did you find glazed meat? I, I did see glazed meat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Apparently it restores 10 hearts, which I've never done it, but I'm, I, I have to I try have it not. out in Breath of the Wild. It's um, just you doing a hearty truffle, raw meat, and bee honey, basically. Hmm. It's not too complicated. Can we do that oh, in real life? Because that sounds delicious. Yeah, actually, I just realized that does sound tasty. <laughs> yeah. Glazed meat, a little honey on it. Uh, restores 10 hearts. Okay. Restores. I don't think it, I don't, there might be some others. If you modify that with some things, sure. you might be able to add yellow hearts. Onto yeah. Yeah. It. But that's I, good to know. I think that, that the, I guess the, the best recipe for, for hearts and additional hearts is that, uh, five hearty durians, I believe. Oh, durians, yes. Durians, yeah. Durian, I think. That's what it is called. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you get them in the Faron region. If you get five of those, cook them together. I believe you restore all hearts plus, uh, you get an additional 20 yellow hearts yeah in my opinion they are the uh the step sibling to the mighty simmered fruit situation okay yeah if you get a bunch of bananas and you make mighty simmered fruit that'll give you your super you know times three attack Mm -hmm. which i talked about in our last episode and i was a little i kind of forgot about it in that episode but i was trying to remember this durian thing and it's amazing they're like those spiky melons basically yes and the for me the best the easiest place to find them is up on a plateau just behind the uh, horse stable yes yeah, I remember them littered all throughout that region, uh, higher uh, usually. So, um, I also this was interesting because uh, in 2016 I got the opportunity to go to E3, and oh, I got to you know experience the legend. Wait, of Zelda, 2016? That was the Breath year of the Wild. Uh, yes, I got to go with that uh, with my wife Erin, and oh my um, god, it it was amazing. I when you. Uh, when you first walked in, how they how they did it was you had uh, a cave. You walked into the cave with uh-huh. a chic eye on it, and then they played a trailer for you, and you could feel the wind. And they they had uh, aromas of the field. Oh uh, my goodness! While you're sitting on these marshmallow type uh, chairs. Yep. And uh, at the end of the trailer, the the whole screen shifted up, 
and you could walk through into the area where you could play the demos. Right. And one of the first things I saw was uh, one of those fire kettles, and uh, they had like mushrooms and meat on sticks and they would go up and down and they would make that sound while you're you're cooking from the game and it was you so saw this cool. in real life in i the saw booth? this in real life i even have a video of it it was oh really gosh. cool um but when i first saw it i'm like you know i'm wondering how this game is how this game will work you know right what is this it's so cool looking uh so i really looked forward to the cooking and uh, though I didn't cook as much as I wanted or do a variety of cooking, I really enjoyed that that whole, uh, I can grab whatever I want, combination, let's throw it in a pot. Yep. I could be a real chef, you know. <laughs> and there's thing. a logic to so, it, which is yeah. really nice. Yeah. I mean, with the exception of cooking ancient pieces, but yeah. for the most part, yeah. there's a logic to it. Yeah, I don't I don't want to throw a muffler from my car in there and, you know, right. heat it up and eat It'll give you a quarter what? heart. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm joking. Um, heart attack, maybe. Is, oh, my gosh. We have to speak about your experiences at E3 a little further, maybe in a different episode sure. or something. Yeah. Maybe we can record a little bit extra here at the end okay. and uh, throw that on Patreon or something. Sure. I need to hear all about that. Because that was the year that they it was nothing but Breath of the Wild. Yes. They, like, their entire you know, booth was just it, a theme. It was, it was interesting because I just, I wasn't... Um, that's when they kind of cut back right. on what what they were going to show, and I, I was a little bummed out by it because they weren't going to show what is now the Switch. Uh, they were just showing it on the Wii U. Correct. Yeah. But when I played it, and we got, I believe it was a twenty minute demo, and then a fifteen minute demo. Uh, one was, I believe, just exploring, and the other one was um, like a, a fight type thing. And uh, it just, it was amazing to me, and I'm like. So the graphics can get better and the gameplay can get better on this new system. I'm all all for it. So right, uh, it's just amazing, dude. That's cool. That's great. Yeah. Um, I don't even know where to go from there. We can. Uh, I've got. Um, I've got an Ocarina one, but I want to save it a little. Sure. Bit. What, do you what about? Uh, we got um, someone I believe on Facebook mm-hmm. who uh, was talking about. Um, after the Yeti fight, uh, after you fight the boss. Yeah, I was having a hard time. I saw this, and I was having a hard time recalling. Yeah, so after, I believe, the Yeti kisses his wife, mm-hmm. and it showers you with a bunch of hearts and a piece oh, of heart. I remember this now. And then um, also, this is, uh, I, 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 sorry if I butcher your name, but it's spelled A-B-U-E-G. I don't even know how to say that. Nikki is the last name. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Aboog. Aboog. It's that's what it looks like. Uh, sorry if that's wrong. Um, Thank you for the comment, though. Yes, <laughs> and they said if you uh, approach them after that, yeah. they'd give you one single heart. Oh, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that is. Their their figurative love becomes literal hearts, yes. <laughs> and then it becomes life for you. That's yes. kind of cute. I I, yeah. I remember him kissing and having it go. Yeah. Actually, oops, pardon me. Um. Yeah, that's cool. I have one here. This might be my last one, actually. Okay. But uh, we still have plenty of time. I just sure. This is what I have on my list. Um, this one I also researched, I'll confess. Okay. Uh, this is over in Ocarina of Time. And uh, apparently if you hold a Deku stick and find a butterfly and very slowly walk around the butterfly, just kind of like in circles, I guess you could mm-hmm. say, the butterfly will get attracted to the stick and become a fairy. Oh. And then, no, and then you can make a fairy out of a butterfly. Secrets you learn every day. Mm-hmm. I, you know, maybe I've heard that, but I, I don't recall. That's actually interesting. I'm in the middle of my Ocarina playthrough. I'm absolutely going to try it. You're going to have to record that. Just yeah, you know, maybe taunting butterflies with sticks. You know, come here. 
That's right. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, just a whole, just a supercut of just like not getting maybe, it right. Maybe <laughs> some kind of spell. You're, you're casting a spell on the <laughs> butterfly and it turns into a fairy. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but there's, <laughs> but that's, yeah, the butterfly to a fairy. Um, I feel like there was a glitch in the code too where you can like get something to turn into a fairy because it's just next on the, on the yeah. list on the data set or something. Maybe that's I, I like an unused that. Pokemon, you know, it evolved into this. <laughs> Butterfly, butterfly turns into fairy. I like it. I like it. So I'm definitely going to have to try that one. Uh, well, um, let's see here. Let me take a look at some of our listener feedback. Um, we had somebody sitting <laughs> Mass Simmons was just kind of joking and said, dying. Dying, get your yeah. Words back. <laughs> Maz Simmons, I mean, pardon me. And what do you, do you have any others over here? Um, another mention that I, I put down is uh, red and blue potions. Fair um, enough. Like the past. You know, Red potion, of course, gives you your life, where the blue potion is a little, you know, dual purpose. Mm-hmm. You've got the life and you got your your uh, magic meter gets filled up. So um, another that goes along with the, the glass bottles, you know. So those glass bottles are very handy in a lot of games. Oh, they really are. You can really fill them up are. with anything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, especially in Ocarina. It's like you can put almost anything in those those things hard to find I, i'm so embarrassed like i said that i still only have one i can't remember i got one the normal way sure. that first one you get i think you just get it from yeah a shop yeah where how, how can you get some others i'm legitimately asking you you right know now. i can't i can't recall hard. i i i thought one was from eventually you get four isn't that right yes there's four mm-hmm. and that seems to be the the going to number is, is four. I think the reason so. I the first time i really noticed that i didn't have that many jars because i was i'm not speed playing ocarina right now but i am playing it with a certain amount of haste because we're doing it for a review and i don't have a lot of time right now especially getting some of these booths ready for Mm -hmm. some of these conventions and so when i'm playing i'm definitely playing with a goal you could say okay and i didn't really realize that i only had one or it didn't affect me until i got to the frozen um ice fortress before the water temple Mm -hmm. and that's where you pick up the blue flame to melt the red ice and stuff like that and I was ready to go, and all of a sudden, I'm running back and forth and back and forth because I only have one bottle, <laughs> and I was using it. And I, yeah. I was like, I really feel like the last time I played this, I had two or three by now. But I guess I'm just maybe I'm not maybe I'm not finding the periphery things. Yeah, I you know I I think I the first time playing through, I only had one bottle for a while. Mm. Uh, I I can't recall. The only one I can remember is in Link to the Past, where you go under the bridge and the guys like under there fishing. Really, and he fishes, and I believe. He gives you he either fishes up the bottle or gives you the bottle. I can't remember. I'm going to but, remember uh, that. Yeah, it's under the bridge somewhere. You got to come come around and go under, and he's under there, and he'll give you a bottle if you. I don't know if you just talk to him or if you have to do some quest. I can't remember. Good to know. So good to know. So the bottles popped up before Ocarina. Yep, Link to the Past. Had Link to the Past too. is my, as I've said many times, my game of shame. The one that I have not completed. Sure. Oops. There we go. Just got a little message. Um, let's see. So what else do we have here then? I'm kind of I'm kind of used up. That was my list, if I may. Yeah, that, that pretty close for you. Pretty too? close for me too. Um, That's fine. I don't know. I just like the recipes is is I know a huge, a huge like uh, thing in Breath of the Wild. So mm-hmm. I think that's. If anybody can tell us some really cool ones that they've done, that's, I'd be up for it. Yeah, you know that was. How did you feel about that? I do remember first playing Breath of the Wild and for just a split second thinking to myself. Oh wait, I'm not going to be finding little rotating hearts out in the world. Yeah. You know, you know that that surprised me. Um, but then again, it didn't because <laughs> it it was Zelda. It's a reimagining of the the, the first one basically, yeah. and uh, I think they did it uh, correctly in my opinion. How they did it, find four 
then you have the choice of, well, do you want more health or do you want some stamina? Oh, right, you right, know, right. That, yes. I, I like that. That's mm-hmm. that's really uh, interesting. I did too. I did too. Because the shrines are essentially what would have been temples, just sure. scattershot all over the place. Yeah. If you if you collected all 120 of those shrines and lined up 12 of them in a row or 20 of them in a row, and they would be rooms in a temple. Traditionally, it's kind of like yes. how I wrap my head around it. And so if you get to the end of a temple and uh, that gives you a heart or you get a certain amount of hearts from those experiences, getting little bits of hearts as you go mm-hmm. through the shrines, I think that that math works out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Cool. Well, I mean, maybe we're good here. Yeah. We, we had, oh, let me just check our Twitter real quick. I think we had one or two more that I'm going to pull up. Okay. Um, let's see here. We had, I'm playing Wind Waker. Yep. Got that one. I remember, oh, here we go. Um, Ash, Ash Rune 4980 said to us, um, I remember while completing the Cave of Ordeals in Twilight Princess, I had to use my wolf senses to dig up hearts. Oh, yes. That, that was another one I did see. Um, mm-hmm. I, I wrote digging uh, in my mentions, but that's I was thinking of uh, the shovel and the... Um, the was it the digging mitts and Skyward Sword? Yeah, yeah. That shovel is sometimes even in a link to the past. Um, I mean, even in Link's Awakening, yep. it is. It's like almost anxiety because you can shovel everywhere. Yes, and if you if you aren't careful, you can start thinking like, oh no, I should shovel every tile. You just be like, yep. just don't relax. Only shovel once in a while. <laughs> it was. It's, it's as if almost every tile were like a bush, right? Yeah, like, oh, I have to swipe it. Um, so the shovels can get, yeah, whenever there's, to get a heart, whenever there's, um, one or two or three steps to just get something like, like Kate was talking about the mole mitts, you know, a couple yeah. episodes ago. Yep, I remember that. The whole animation and all this stuff just to maybe yeah. get a heart. You have to dig yeah. it three times and it's like, oh boy, there's a fall line there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Erglin stopped, uh, at UR... U-R-G-T-N-S-T-A-B-D said, um, in Wind Waker, during the final battle with Ganon, if you use the grappling hook on Zelda, you're able to grab hearts from her. Yeah. I never knew. I didn't either until uh, I saw that. I, I looked it up, and you can. So, very nice. Yeah, very good. Um, and then also then Miss Lizzie over here, Lizzie Nielsen, she said that basically she stays in inns here too. Uh, I know the inns have been in a few games, but it's funny to me that Link can just like stay in a hotel for a night in the middle of saving Hyrule, she <laughs> yeah. said in a tweet. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that is kind of the Breath of the Wild yeah. conundrum there a little bit is like... I, I think I replied to that with, uh, an elf's got to sleep. So. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, it's right here. It's right here. <laughs> elf's got to sleep. I love it. Cool. Well, all right, Shane. I think I think that kind of wraps this up here. I I, uh, I learned a lot today. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to go try uh, try some of these out. Yeah, I did want to mention. Uh, say hi to my my daughter Grace. <gasps> uh, she uh, she loves the like I said you mentioned in your past episodes. She loves the music for these. Yeah. And uh, she likes dancing. We eat breakfast, and I'll play it, and she'll she'll dance to the music. So, so. great. Hi, Grace. I hope you're having a good day today. <laughs> oh man, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Perhaps perhaps there's perhaps we can hang out with your family sometime. Sure. That would really be Absolutely. a pleasure. We kind of use Milwaukee as our hub here a yeah. little bit because there's people that come from the north, the west, and the south. Yeah. Cool. Well, Shane, this was an absolute pleasure. Thanks for making the trip today. Oh, I I enjoyed it very much. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Great. Okay. Well, uh, let's see. If people want to find you online, if they want to continue this conversation with you, as some already have, where could they do that? Uh, on Twitter, at uh, mm-hmm. StillSaneShane. <laughs> um, Still Sane was my nickname back in the day for my PlayStation. So okay. uh, 
someone used still saying, I believe, on Twitter. So I just still saying Shane is where I'm at. So I love it. Great. Um, people can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Are you on Instagram? I am on Instagram. I think I follow you. Yeah. 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 I, I believe it's the same name. Still same. Yeah, I think it is as yeah. well. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as at Raptor Paint. And uh, you can find uh, the show on Instagram and Twitter and all the rest um, by searching for Another Zelda Pod on Twitter and Another Zelda Podcast on Instagram. You can also go to our website, anotherzeldapodcast.com, where we have links to all of our other shows, links to our blogs, one of which so far has been written by Mr. Shane here in yep. front of me. And um, so when you were picking that topic for your blog, what... Uh, what inspired you to have that be your first? Well, uh, I have written uh, for other websites, and um, that one I had I'd written in the past, and I wanted to revise it with some of the new games that were out. Mm-hmm. And uh, based on your schedule of your shows, you had one where you did a Sidekicks one. Indeed. And I kind of wanted to uh, uh, emboss on that, uh, yeah. expand on that. So. I loved it. It was a great. I, th- I thought it was a great article. People can find it at anotherzeldapodcast.com. I've got it basically almost on the top. All of our blog posts right now. Right now we're taking it a little easy. We're doing a blog post a month right yep. now. This is a voluntary thing for everybody, yes. and uh, we're bringing in a couple other writers, and perhaps that output will increase. But for now, sure, it's been an absolute pleasure to have that stuff, that content on our website as well. Yeah, Zelda's amazing. And, uh, <laughs> why not? Yeah. Good stuff indeed. Good stuff indeed. All right. Well. Um, I think our next episode it might actually be our Ocarina review episode, okay. or it could be our episode with Lizzie. It's getting a little gray right now because we have to move the schedule around just a little sure. bit. We'll be at the Midwest Gaming Classic next weekend, but mm-hmm. people will be hearing this, I think, a bit after that. Um, so there's a lot of that taking up our time. So, Shane, I guess, normally with Kate, I say I'll see you next week or whatever, but I'll see you soon. <laughs> yeah. Sure, I could even do her. Goodbye! There it is. I love it! <laughs>